What's up, y'all? You're listening to the Eagles Post Game Recap. I'm Alex Miller from the Eagle, joined always by Robert Cessna and Travis Brown. We're here inside Cal Field following Texas A&M's 38-10 win over Abilene Christian. You know, Cease, uh, Travis, it, it was kind of a slobber knocker in the first half. The Aggies pulled away in the second, but it... It, it seemed like the biggest takeaways were beyond what happened on the field today with with some of what what actually ensued for those 60 minutes. Well, I expected A&M to come out and dominate, particularly since that team was so bad against run defense in the FCS. And A&M really struggled a lot on offense right off the get-go. And, and that really surprised me because I thought they'd come out fired up, put them, put them to put them to bed real quick. Only 63 scholarships. I think eventually the scholarships paid off as A&M wore them down, but I expected more from A&M at the start. Yeah, you said it uh, exactly. With I, I thought with how much they hyped Elijah Robinson, and this is the guy that's the coach that the, the team plays for, they were going to come out. I thought you might see some, like, personal foul penalties or some over-aggression early on, and it, it just seemed like they were really sleepy, and, and that's for the defense as well. I know they held them to 10 points, and uh, it was ultimately a good defensive performance, but, man, it, it seemed like the defensive line was just a little bit late on the on the jumps, and, uh, you know, they were able to get the ball down the field. It just... It just seemed off all the way through. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they say it's not an excuse. It is an excuse when you have a coach fired and they're having to transition a whole new coaching staff in and a new way of looking about things. So, uh, you know, I I expected a little bit more out of them, but I think next week will truly tell – how fired up they are to play for Elijah Robinson and, and, and all that. And you got those nerves, too. You have senior night. It's the last game in Kyle Field. You don't want to go out and have a, a bad game on your last time out there. So some of that's playing in. I, I don't know. It, it's hard to read much from this, but it wasn't it wasn't fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can. I don't think you can quantify this as a dominating win. What, what I thought did happen, though, it looked like they had fun. It, that 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 was my takeaway. You know, they they had the all maroon uniforms and you see the video before the game. They're going crazy in the locker room. They were amped up for Coach Robinson. They they had the 12th man kickoff team at the end with all the walk ons and, and they made the tackle. And then at the end, you know, they got all this star players that are doing the war him with the yell leaders. I mean, it just seemed like they played a little loose. Even Moose wore sleeves. Yeah, I think that that's a, a fair observation. Loose is, a, is the good vibe that I got. And, you know, you might even could say that in some of those plays where they were slow early, it was just because it was too loose. There wasn't yeah. a little bit of urgency. It was, you know, like uh, Elijah Robinson said after the game, he kind of preached an idea of, remember when you were a kid, you went out to the park and you threw the football around and played pickup game with your friends. We're going we're gonna to play like that. And at times that shone through with um, some of the outstanding plays that were made. But I think at times it also created a little bit of a lack of urgency. But yeah, you mentioned that Moose Muhammad kind of was in the doghouse with Jimbo Fisher at times, especially you look back at that Auburn game last year, you know, he tweeted out after the game that he didn't play that game because he refused to wear not, to take off his sleeves. Um, and that was a team rule. And not only was he out there in sleeves, Anaya Smith had a sleeve on one arm, Noah Thomas had sleeves on. It, it, there was a little bit more 
individuality out there and, and, a, and a vibe of, of, of looseness. And they said that they had more fun this week than they have had in a while. So uh, I think there's something to be said about that. See, so what what do you kind of take away from the demeanor of, of the team today? I agree with Travis is they had fun, but I don't think the, the, the fans at time had a lot of fun because I expected a dominating, I think, a 50 to 10 win. That being said, I give him a pass. I understand all those things we just talked about. I give him a pass the rest of the year. The bottom line is this is who they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be a team that only beats Abilene Christian, uh, was a 38 to 10, and struggled to do so. That's, they need to be better than that. That's, that's a, mid, a mid-SEC team or a lower team. But that's who they are right now, and that's why they're making the changes. So I don't have any problem with what happened today or what might happen at LSU, the bowl game. They got to be better than this. Well, and Anaya Smith said it. He said, you know, what was the point of the season left? Well, that was to get bowl eligible. They're going to get to go to a bowl game. Uh, so he kind of said it in a spinning it as a positive. Well, what's there left to play for? Well, there's fun left to play for. And so I think that that's kind of the approach. And, and that's what created some mistakes, a slow start, but it also created some big plays. It, it, it makes sense that they're kind of playing. They're playing with a little bit less pressure, as Olin asked, because there's there's no pressure left on them right now. You know, what what do you what do you guys uh, see kind of going forward as as A and M heads into this final game against LSU? That you know, it, it, they're not playing for much other than in, than really pride and in, in beating kind of what's become a rival. Well, without a doubt, LSU is going to be favored probably by about I guess nine. I'd say nine ten points. Only because I don't think Johnson's coming back. Henderson will get Henderson. Henderson, who he is, uh, you could say maybe he ran too much today. But you know, with the other quarterbacks didn't run. But you know, he just—it's only his second game, so you know, whatever happens, happens. They—they they need to have fun because it's—it's not serious. We don't know who the coach is going to be. We don't know who's coming back. You know, as far as A&M's concerned. So go ahead and have fun. If they pull off an upset down at LSU, that—that that would be great. Just give everybody, uh, you know, a good feel here. At the end but if they went down and lost it's not the end of the world they, they've lost on the road before <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I said in my rapid reaction there's a lot of things that looked really similar to when Jimbo Fisher was excuse me there's a lot of things that looked really different than when Jimbo Fisher was here the maroon uniforms uh there was tempo on offense uh guys were wearing sleeves they said they were listening to music during when they came into meeting rooms during the week there's also things that look similar, and that was that the offensive line looked terrible. Mm -hmm. And Jalen Henderson, even though they're running an offense where basically he has one read, and if he doesn't have it there, he's going to tuck it and run, he didn't at times have time to make that read and was already scrambling out trying to just do a scramble drill uh, and, and try to make something happen out of nothing. Sure, could he have thrown the ball away a few times and not taken deeper sacks? Yeah, but that's it's the second game playing. He, he's going to learn that as he, as he moves forward. Um, but I, if they don't improve or find some way to – call a game around a bad offensive line play more like Harold Perkins is going to have a field day and LSU is going to absolutely dominate and they're going to come back to College Station after taking a butt whooping because they struggled to, to really move the offense through the first half in this game and the, the defense wasn't great and if that happens in the first half at LSU it's the game's going to be so out of hand already that it doesn't matter if they click, click it on in the second half. Well, guys, any final thoughts on today's game? It's over. <laughs>
I think that seriously, it's over. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of talk that. Elijah Robinson could be a little bit of a an outside contender uh, for the head coaching job, and that's what I think there is left to play for for not only him but for the team if they really feel like they want him to to, to be the guy because the showing out here wasn't necessarily all that great if it was a resume for that job and he's going to have to do something special against LSU if if he really wants to keep himself in contention for that job so something to to, to watch out for something to play for and we'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, wouldn't be the first time A&M and LSU had an interim coach possibly playing for his job uh, here in, in uh, the last few years. But hey, check the Eagle.com for all of our coverage from today's game between A&M and Abilene Christian. We'll be back Monday giving you content ahead of the Aggies road trip to LSU. Cool. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. None of it worked. Yeah. It all over. Again.